Hello everyone! Welcome to the Gems Podcast. I'm so glad you all are here. Hello everyone! Welcome back to our podcast. Um, Today we have a full house, so we're joined by four of our senior Gems, um, and I'll let them introduce themselves, but today we're going to be talking about the AP Capstone Program, and more specifically the AP Research Program, and what these lovely ladies are doing with their senior year. So, Siley, if you'll introduce yourself first, and then we'll go to Cecile, Ria, and Sonali. Hi, I'm Siley Kachadkar. Um, as Laura Kate said, I'm a senior, and I've been doing GEMS for, I think, two years now. So I started when I was a junior. All right. Hi, everyone. My name is Cecile Chowdhury. I'm also senior. Um, I This is my first year in GEMS, and I remember hearing about it from a lot of my friends, and you know, I didn't really know a lot about it, and I'm really glad that I reached out to some of my friends and found out what it was about. But I've been able to meet a lot of new friends, and I feel like I've been able to grow like a community almost with a bunch of new girls. Okay, um, I'm Ria Doshi, and I'm also a senior, and I'm also the vice president of GEMS, and I've been in it for two years. Hey guys, I'm Sonali Patel. I'm obviously a senior and I've been a gem for two years, so since junior year and yeah. And I'd just like to say for everyone listening, when you listen to things that are nicely audio clipped and edited, it is Sonali's doing. So she does an amazing job every week with our podcast. So thank you. Yes, well, um, we're going to start off. Um, We're going to talk about kind of like The AP Capstone program, it's a two-year program, and so it starts with AP Seminar, and it moves to AP Research, which is what all of us are in right now. So the AP Seminar program, you do multiple projects that are a little bit smaller, and you can do them as a group, and you kind of tackle the world's uh, problems, and you can take it from whatever perspective you want. So um, we're going to go around and just maybe say your favorite um seminar project that you did and kind of talk just a little bit about that or maybe like what lens you did so we'll start with Cecile then we'll go to Sonali, Rhea, and Siley last. Okay so I think my favorite project would have to be my like the first group project that I did because I think like I was able to learn a lot from it but also it was such a new experience and even though it was like hard at first I think we were all able to learn a lot and so I was able to learn Um, you know, giving a presentation and writing about specific lenses. And I think I can agree. I mean, I think I'm speaking from all of us when I say that, you know, when we were first writing our papers, everybody was a little confused, but it was, we were able to learn a lot from that. So I really think that the first paper I did, which it was about um, paid um, leave, like maternity leave. And I wrote a little bit about like the economic lens, because I've always kind of been like passionate about math and like the economic field but I think I was able to just learn a lot from my first paper. Um, Mine is kind of a tie between my group project and my first individual project and they were about um, one was about feminine rights and uh, feminine products and how important it is for people to have them especially girls in school and my individual project was about the importance of foreign languages and what they can do on what bilingual students and um, adults have differences between uh, monolingual people and how 
the benefits of learning different languages uh, benefit you later on in life and your career, et cetera. And I loved being able to learn how to actually do research for the first time. It's something that I've never gotten to do. And I'm really glad I took this course. And um, I went, I think I discussed a social lens for both of my projects and I really enjoyed it. Um, so my favorite was the first individual project I did, which was comparing naturopathy and pharmaceuticals. And I'm really interested in medicine. So this came, gave me a really interesting perspective and um, doing a solo presentation is a lot different than doing a group presentation. So it gave me a lot of new skills and I think I learned a lot from that project. Um, something that I will continue to use as I further my education, but also in the presentation aspect. Yeah, so my favorite project I did in the seminar was also uh, my first individual project. I did mine on whether affirmative action should still be implemented within like college programs and stuff. And it's affirmative action is something that I've always heard of, but I never really knew like exactly what it was and what it encompasses. So I think that was really interesting to learn about the multiple aspects of it. And then also from the presentation aspect, I personally have never done or had never done like an individual presentation that was you know that long because for individual I think it's like six to eight minutes I believe that was the time limit so I'd never done anything like that and I think it really helped me um, build up that public speaking skills that I needed for the future. Absolutely and I and I can totally agree and I have some experience as well so I I think my favorite one that I did was about the National Institute of Health and how they distribute their funding um, specifically for diseases that affect a very small amount of the population. So I did spinal muscular atrophy, um, but you can do just about anything. So if you're looking to join um, AP research or AP seminar, um, it's, it's a really good experience and you make the class what you want it to be. So we're going to move into AP research and talk about what everyone's doing. And it might not be specifically related to STEM, but you still have to go through the research process. So, you know, you have to have hypothesis and you have to ask these questions and there's a lot of statistical analysis and things like that. So just because people are not doing, um, a STEM related project, there are still aspects of that found in not only your research project, but everyday life. So um, we'll start with Ria, then we'll go to Sonali, Cecile, and Siley. Okay, so my project is kind of a combination of STEM and a film. So I'm basically looking at a medical drama and like something like Grey's Anatomy, but I've chose a less common one. And I'm looking at the first two seasons of the show and comparing it to real life medical situations. And so basically, I'm looking at all the patients that they admit in the show and looking at their demographics, um, their uh, mechanism of their injury, and um, like the case fatality rate and comparing it to data from the National Trauma Data Bank. And this will kind of give me an idea of how accurate it is. And this project is super important because they have found that by watching these shows, you're um, unintentionally like cultivating ideas and things that you see from the show. And if we find that it's not that accurate, um, that's something that producers need to consider as they continue making these kind of shows because they do have a really large impact on our perception of the medical field. 
Um, my research project this year is an analysis of how different parts of music and different factors of music uh, take a part in the emotional influence of a film and specifically in the film, The Phantom of the Opera. And so basically I'm studying how film music impacts the watchers and how it really affects their emotions and change the whole course of the movie. And without music, it would be completely different. And we comprehend it in a much different way. And this year's project is a lot different from last year's because not only are we doing the research, but we're also getting our own data and making our own data and making our own surveys. And for me right now in my process, I'm making a survey and gathering participants. So it's a lot of new skills that I'm learning. It's a lot of people that I have to talk to, a lot of connections that I'm making. And um, I really enjoy it so far. And I think it's pretty cool being able to like have full control of my own project and like make my own survey and come up with these questions and learn just what I wanna learn and not just following a rubric or a prompt or something. It's something that I wanna find out. I think that's really cool. Yeah, before I talk about mine, I wanna agree with Sonali and just say that you can, in this class, you can really take whatever you're passionate in, whether it's like a video game or a specific book or anything, and you can turn in, like turn that passion into any topic that you want. So there's a lot of freedom with what you wanna do. And it really, you know, the class ends up becoming what you put into it. For me, ever since I was younger, I've been kind of always interested in math in general. And then I think in high school, I was able to work different job opportunities, internships, um, participate in different extracurriculars. And that's where I really found out that I kind of wanted to go into economics. And so for my project, I thought that this would be a great experience to um, study something that I kind of want to do in the future to figure out if this is right for me or if it's what I'm interested in. So I chose to do a project kind of economic related. And in mine, I'm basically looking at restaurant performance and how different demographic fact, uh, factors may affect how well a restaurant performs. And so for me, um, I will basically be conducting interviews with different restaurant owners in Columbus, Georgia. And I'm gonna get um, gather data and analyze that data to kind of understand how um, different demographic factors affect performance. In the United States, I know there's like 60% of restaurants that end up failing every year. So I think that there's a lot of value in the project and yeah, I'm excited to conduct my research. Yeah, so my project is also not STEM related. Um, and even though I do wanna do STEM, like uh, I'm interested in STEM right now and I wanna do it in the future in college and my career, I wanted to take this opportunity in AP Research to kind of research something that I might not be able to research in the future, even though I'm interested in it. So what this is, is I'm analyzing the effects of Hindu nationalism or the Hindu nationalist movement in India on um, Hindi films, specifically this one film called Kalan. And what I'm doing is I'm doing a big film analysis on it that I'm analyzing like color and lighting and dialogue, music, things like that. And I'm seeing if it has some kind of negative representation of Muslims and Islam in general in the film. I think this has a lot of uh, value, especially socially, considering that India has a really large population of Muslims. And also, I think this conversation has been brought up a lot in Hollywood and Western media, but I really wanted to bring it into you know, Eastern media and India, and I wanted to make that connection too. 
Wow, I, I'm excited to read all of your papers. And I would like to say for anyone listening, if you are at Columbus, um, message uh, at colgagems at gmail.com if you would like to participate in Sonali's study because she needs human participants. So, um, and then for me, I am doing a research project evaluating the extent to which personality factors affect job satisfaction in the 75th Ranger Regiment, which is a SOCOM unit on Fort Benning. So it's pretty near and dear to us because we're so close. And um, yeah, so it should be interesting. Um, anyway, um, I am kind of kind of move into those who are applying to AP capstone program at Columbus. Um, I know that there's an interview process and things like that. And so maybe if everyone had a piece of advice remembering their interview process, it's been a little while for us, but um, we'll start with Siley, go to Cecile, Ria, then Sonali. Okay, yeah, so from my interview, I remember that we had to do kind of a two minute speech along those lines, like just as you walk in the interview. And one of my biggest tips is you wanna make sure that you're, you know, you have those points that you wanna talk about in your head, but you don't wanna seem like too rehearsed or too memorized because that's gonna seem very ingenuine. And the teachers who are uh, giving that interview, they wanna see like the real you. So I would recommend, um, just getting kind of main points about what you want to talk about um, that you've done that you would deserve to be in the AP Capstone program, but then kind of not necessarily winging it, but like just making stuff up as you go about the real interest that you have in your interview. And I think that also applies to um, once you get in the program, the presentations. So when you're doing the presentations, you don't want to be super memorized because it does seem ingenuine. So yeah, that's my biggest tip. Yeah, so my tip also kind of involves what Sylee was saying. I think personally for me, whenever I hear the word interview, I get worried and stressed out. So my biggest tip would be to not really stress out about the interview itself. I think a lot of what they're looking at is you know your resume, what you've already done. And so a lot of these things, are already on the paper. So in this interview, they're really trying to see who you are as a person and discover you know, your personality and if you would be a right fit for the class. So I think that it's just really important that you go into your interview and you kind of show them who you are as a person. And then based off of if they think you know, you're the right student for that class, they're gonna make that decision. But that would be my biggest tip. Um, so for me, I definitely like, had a lot of anxiety about this interview and I was just super nervous about it. But when I got in the room, I felt like super like calmed down after because I just saw it wasn't something that needed to be, you know, I needed to be stressed about because it was very much like a conversation. And so I feel like one of the most important things, um, interview tips you could do is to just like speak clearly and maintain eye contact with the interviewer because they want to see you like you want to be personable you want to be able to laugh it's not like something super serious and also I agree with Siley in saying that um, you shouldn't be memorizing anything because um, even when it comes to like your AP capstone presentations it just does not seem genuine at all and you want to be able to you know laugh with them and have like an actual conversation rather than just a memorized script and it shows a lot more about your personality which I think 
is something they won't be able to see on a piece of paper on your resume. Yeah, and I think a lot of these tips are useful for any interview or any sort of thing like this that you'd ever have in your future. And one thing I always say to people who are applying is that it's really a three-year process and, and it starts with the interview and application. And when I was in my sophomore year, I wasn't I hadn't done a lot of interviews or real interviews and I wasn't experienced in this sort of area. And I was so glad afterwards that I had that experience and that I had something to build off of. And it was like my first real start in interviews. And obviously interviews for me at least were really daunting. But like everybody said, um, be yourself. It's a little bit of a cliche, but that's really the only thing you can do. Just be yourself. It seems daunting, but um, it really has benefited me so many ways having this interview and this like I said it's a three-year process doing the interview the research the presentations and um, a tip that I would have about this specific interview is that maybe have some idea of like things you would enjoy to talk about and possibly for a research project in the future and um, like I have always been into music and I in my interview I talked about how I wanted to do a um, project regarding music and emotion like I'm doing this year and I had that opportunity. So just think about maybe things you would like to um, research in the future and tell them about it and tell them why you're excited about it and tell them why you wanna learn about it and just try to stand out and don't just say what they wanna hear, say what you wanna say. And I can agree with just about any anything that all of them said and I think that for all of us right now applying to colleges and um, scholarships and things like that we're going through a similar scary process where um, you know there's something that we want and this interview is you know standing between what we want and really it comes down to being yourself just like Sonali said so um, we relate to where you are right now in this process. And then, um, yeah, so I, and I would also like to say that AP Capstone is a wonderful program. It's something that um, I have thoroughly enjoyed through my high school career. But if you don't get accepted into the AP Capstone program, it's not the end of the world. Like if, if that's something that happens, it doesn't mean that you know, you didn't deserve it or you're less than someone else who's in it. I think that um, it's just, it's a really different experience. And I think that every Columbus High School student is qualified to be a part of the program. There's just not enough slots. So um, I wouldn't feel discouraged if you don't get it. Um, and we're gonna throw it back to Sonali real quick and then we'll come up with another question. I just wanted to say something that I heard, I think a couple of days ago, but it's this quote where it's like, um, if you're worried about something, it's probably because you're worried about the outcome and not what the task is at hand. And that kind of resonated with me because if you think about it, it's just going to talk to your teachers. You're just going to talk to your teachers, tell them about yourself. So don't worry about whether you get into Capstone or you don't, and you'll have future opportunities for this. And of course you'll learn from this opportunity, whether you get it or not. So just don't worry about it. Absolutely. There's a lot of growth that comes with either uh, outcome of this experience. So don't be discouraged. Um, so I think we're kind of going to transition into like a all advanced placement umbrella um, 
we're gonna keep it in the STEM area. So um, we, if someone says an AP class, you cannot repeat it. But if you talk about an AP STEM course uh, and kind of a little bit of advice or why you'd wanna join that class. And um, since people are applying, I mean, registering for those classes. We'll start with Sonali, then go Rhea, Cecile, Siley. Okay, so I wanna start with AP Biology. And I think by far that was my favorite STEM, <laughs> STEM AP. Um, I have always wanted to become a doctor and I've always been interested in biology and how the body works. And so I took it my sophomore year and I can say that I loved it. And it was not only just the class, but it was, it was learning about things that I wanted to learn. And that's one thing about taking APs is don't think about the college requisites. Don't think about, like like I said, don't think about what's happening in the future. Think about what you're taking right now. So if you're not going to enjoy biology, why take it? So I, I recommend taking classes that you enjoyed. And with AP Bio, I got to learn things that I really wanted to know. And, and it even benefited me in my future AP classes. Like I ended up taking AP Chemistry and AP Physics this year. And um, I don't know, I just really recommend AP Bio, especially if you are more of a science-oriented person. Um, so I also recommend AP Bio, but another of my favorites is AP Chem. And I'm actually taking that this year and taking it in combination with a lot of other APs. So at first I was a little worried about it, but I was actually just telling my friend today that he was teaching us something, um, Coach Lasseter, and it really clicked with me and it felt really good to understand it and see chemistry being applied to like real world, real world situations. Um, and it just kind of gives you a perspective and um, AP Chem is a lot different than honors chemistry. And it allows me to kind of go more in depth and understand how I might use chemistry in the future in college. And like Sonali was saying, um, don't really worry too much about like how you're gonna use this class and like the prereqs and stuff, because most likely I will still take chemistry in college. Um, but having this class as a background will be really beneficial to me and allow me to grasp the um, college level content a little better. Yeah, so one STEM AP that I recommend is AP STAT. And um, I'm taking that class this year. And at first I was like, oh, kind of like, why do I have to take this class? But um, the more I got into it, the more I realized that it can be used in pretty much every field, not even just STEM, it could be used in economics or business and things like that. And I think for um, AP STAT specifically, you're using that uh, not only in that class, but you're using it in research projects that you can do when you need to code or when you need to you know, find the R score or Z score, sorry, <laughs> or whatever of your, uh, of your results and everything. I think it's a very beneficial class to have um, as a prerequisite for any future research or any future classes that you might take. Yes, I agree with that one. I also took AP Stat last year when I took AP Calc, and I think I want to talk a little bit about AP Calc. Um, so I, like I said earlier, I've always kind of had this passion for math, but I think last year when I took Calc BC, that was a real eye-opener for me because um, calculus is a little bit different. And even though, you know, pre-calc, I struggled a little bit, but I think last year when I took this class at first, I kind of took it for granted. And I think the biggest thing that I learned is that, you know, with math, you really need your practice. So 
my biggest advice for anybody taking AP Calc BC is that you're gonna have to spend time outside of the class working and practicing. And the best way to get better with any math really is just to keep practicing and you know doing different example problems. And so that's the biggest thing that I learned from there. However, I think that in general, AP Calc BC is a good class to take and you can learn a lot from it. And it does help in the future, even though you know when I was taking it, I didn't really see how it could help me, but there are a lot of different real world applications that I've been learning about my senior year in multivariable, where um, a lot of these calculus concepts that you learn are gonna end up helping you in many different fields. And just going back to what Rhea said, um, it's really important that you do something or you take an AP class that you know you would enjoy or something that you want to learn about. Because like Rhea said, it's super gratifying when you finally learn something and it clicks in your head for the first time. And it's like, it's a feeling that I can't really describe. I kind of sound nerdy, but it's it really is gratifying. And it's so worth it when you learn something that just clicks in your head for the first time and you can use it forever and you never forget it. And I think that's something everybody should feel. And there's really only a couple of AP classes that we didn't cover. So there's AP Environmental Science, AP Physics, and AP Computer Science. So um, I can't talk too much about computer science, but I would like to say with AP Computer Science and AP Physics, there, there's a huge discrepancy with the amount of girls that take it versus the amount of boys that take it. Um, so if you are a girl at Columbus who is eligible and wanting to take those classes, I strongly urge you to do so. And I urge you to get a group of friends, uh, girls that are, um, will take it. So I've taken physics. I think everyone in here, I mean, obviously we're seniors, so we've taken it, but a lot of us have taken AP physics, um, whether that be C1, you know, whatever. And it, it's a difficult class. So I think um, we failed to mention that these classes are hard and that's okay. It's okay for something to be difficult. You don't have to get it firsthand. Uh, I mean, like right off the bat. And it's something that you have to work at, but just like Rhea and Sonali said, it's that much more gratifying to finally get something when you've been working your butt off to understand it. So I've had um, that experience, especially with AP physics. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of people would agree with me on that. But yeah, I think that all of the AP STEM classes have wonderful teachers and they have um, the impact of the AP STEM courses at Columbus, they create community. So the students that you take those classes with, they will be your friends all year long because when you don't understand something, it's very easy to turn to them for help. Um, so I would absolutely urge you all to take part in those opportunities. Um, but the last thing I want to end off on is that everyone here is going to do different things. We're going to different schools, we're going to major in different things, and these classes might not necessarily apply to the major that we are going for, but they still have so many applications to the real world and they're all so intertwined. So um, we'll go around kind of talk about what we've want to do. I mean, we're eight, we're 17 or 18, so we might not really know what we want, but um, just kind of our interests right now, and then we'll end it off with that. So we'll start with Siley, then go Cecile, Ria, Sonali.
Okay, yeah, so um, right now I'm planning on majoring in biology in whichever college I decide to go to. And um, with that, I always have wanted to go into the medical field. Um, and, you know, I've been playing around with like different specialties within that right now. I'm kind of leaning towards um, psychiatry and like child and ad adolescent psychiatry. I think that's really interesting to me. Um, but yeah, we'll see where that goes. But I think the medical field is where I want to be. Yeah, before I get into what I want to do, I do agree with what Laura-Kate was saying where, you know, you could take many AP courses that may not correlate with something that you want to do, but you can learn so much from it. So personally, one of my favorite APs that I took was AP Bio, even though it's kind of the opposite of anything I want to do. And I was able to just learn a lot from it. And it was really eye-opening to, you know, learn these concepts and actually understand it and feel that gratification. Um, but personally, I want to go into finance. I think it's a good combination between math and then also kind of economics and social sciences. And so I don't know where I'm going yet for sure, but I do know that I want to major in either finance or economics. And then again, I haven't really chosen a specific area, but I do know that um, I want to go into that field. So, yeah. so I'm also majoring in biology, like Siley. Um, I'm not sure exactly where I'm going yet, um, but I've also kind of always known that um, I want to have a future in medicine. And since I was little, I've always been fascinated by like therapy and things like that. And so I'm hoping to become um, a physical medicine and rehabilitation doctor. And so that deals with kind of working at like stroke or brain injury rehabilitation centers. And I would basically work with um, physical, occupational and speech therapists and help make a plan for the patient and their recovery. Um, and so that's something I'm really interesting, interested in and hope to um, achieve. <laughs> Um, not to jump on the bandwagon or anything, but um, I do plan on majoring in biology as well, but I'm kind of in between uh, biology and biomedical engineering, depending on where I go to school. And I've always been interested in the medical field. That's pretty much ever since I was a little girl, my dad's a doctor. So I, there's some influence from that side, but I knew that I wanted to be in the hospital setting. And um, I was always really um, creative when I was young. And I knew that Engineering really fascinates me too. It's why I took physics this year, physics C. And um, so biomedical engineering, I feel like is a blend for me with a little bit of medicine and a little bit of engineering. So I knew that I wanted to go into that field. And right now for schools, I'm looking at Georgia Tech for biomedical engineering. And yeah. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of students at Columbus High School who are in this group that are striving to become a part of the medical field. And so that there's so many applications to um, a major in biology, not necessarily becoming uh, or getting your MD. There's the research aspect of it. And just like Sonali said, biomedical engineering, where you're constructing things that will be applied in hospitals and will be um, used to help people and patients that need it. So um, I think if you listen through our podcast episodes, all these girls that are interested in STEM who 
go into their undergrad with the mindset that, you know, I want to major in biology. There's so many things to do. So um, I would definitely say that. And then for me, I'm looking to join the Air Force. So um, whatever that entails, I'm not exactly sure, but I know I like STEM. So if I can incorporate it all together, it would be the dream. Um, yeah, but basically, I um, want to thank everyone for coming today. This has been so much fun. It's really just been five senior girls um, with a lot of senioritis just chit-chatting and talking about some classes that we've taken. So um, I would just say, like, high school goes by really fast. So enjoy it while you have it. Um, make good friends and um, help each other out. Be good people. So if anybody has anything to say, you can, um, but otherwise, that's all we have. There's just one thing I wanted to point out, especially for the younger high schoolers. Um, I really benefited from having acquaintances and friends who are in the grades above me because it's kind of like having an older sibling to like teach you the ways and how like having connections and someone there to tell you that it's not as bad as it seems. And I know you said something about senioritis and that that kind of started hitting me in junior year. So it really helped to have people who've been through it before to uh, tell me that this is not the end of the world and we're going to get through it and just, yeah, enjoy your high school years for sure. <laughs> Goes by quickly. All right. Well, thank you all for joining me today. And I hope all of you listening enjoy the episode. Thank you all for listening. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact us through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at ColgaGems. You can also reach us through email. Our email is colgagems at gmail.com. That is C-O-L-G-A-G-E-M-S. And I'll see y'all next time.